2: To get
0: started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
2: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl Podcast. It is your hostess with the fucking mostess, Angel Wallace-Miles. And we also have another Wallace-Miles in the building today. Mr. John T. wallace smiles, my brother. Hello, how are you?
1: Yeah, good. How are you?
2: I am very, very good. You were looking around like I was talking about somebody else. I'm talking yeah, about you. Tr-
1: well, you said brother and not older brother, so.
2: <laughs> twin, twin brother. Twin
1: brother. It's good to be back, hey, back on the podcast talking it's with been you. A,
2: it's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. Let me crack open my, I've got some ASMR for you guys today. Can you hear this already? Oh, that is my BSC fucking pre-workout drink not sponsored but very cheap and you know us girls we a so what's bit it
1: of got to it focus mental performance pre-workout 160 milligrams of caffeine that's right we'll have some more added taurine, added vitamins added big words and carbs. how does that <laughs> i don't know what that big word is i don't know what it means either added gluro no luck and tone did i say that right
2: tastes really good Anyway, <laughs> you're not here to talk about my pre-workout and to judge my <laughs> minimal ability to take in caffeine because that is enough caffeine for me to literally stay awake until tonight. <laughs> really? John T. guys, if you guys are listening, John T drinks like double if not triple the amount of caffeine I drink. I think I you're going to die one day. I
1: start my day off with something like that. Pre-shred, 165. Oh,
0: my God.
2: <laughs> anyway, John T. Yes, sir. I sent you a DM. I sent you a DM. Or a text message. I guess I don't really slide in your DMs. I just send you a text message. Please don't slide in
0: my DMs. <text.
2: laughs> but if you're a girl listening who's single.
0: <laughs> Jonty just <laughs> winked,
2: by the way. Yeah. Uh, I actually messaged you on Sunday night. And do you have the message on your phone?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you want me to read it out loud Yeah,
2: you can read it out loud if you um, want. Because I received... Jonty,
1: stop texting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I received a really, really important DM on Instagram from one of our listeners. And... I think what she has to say or what her question was is something that not a lot of people speak about, but also, I guess, on the counter of that, something that we really need to speak about.
1: Yeah, so obviously you messaged me and you said, hey, I had a message from a girl asking for an episode about how to go to the gym when your mental health is low and you just feel like crap. And uh, and then you said you feel like I would have so much to say about this, which I do, um, and I'm excited to really deep delve into it. I think the main thing is, though, is a lot of people talk, from experience of feeling sad for a few days and they think that gives them the right to talk about mental health. You know, growing up, we've had some obviously interesting situations around mental health. Uh, I don't know how much people know about our, your story, but there are some fascinating times in our life. And, um, you know, we used to get so angry at school when people would say, meditate, just meditate, just go and breathe and relax and enjoy the day. No, what's that going to do? You're going to have five minutes of meditation to solve your whole problem for the rest of your life? It doesn't work like that and I think we need to acknowledge it and really set either boundaries goals or targets and make it a real uh, thing that we can fix
2: yeah and I think what Jonti's saying is you know meditation and journaling and all that type of whatever you want to call it type of shit it is good in a short term kind of pick me up it for me makes me feel really grounded makes me feel reminded of my goals or makes me feel like I can just vomit everything onto a piece of paper and just get all my my overwhelm out there but in terms of something like an actual mental illness or depression or whatever mentally challenging state you're going through, if that is chronic or is, if that's something that is almost affects, affecting your every single day ability to get out of bed and actually function, something like meditation isn't enough.
1: Well, not when it it's treated like a blanket fix, you know, like I, I journaled for a little bit and it was fantastic because it, as you said, it makes you think about the day, makes you realise how insignificant your problems are when you're talking about a lot of them. But it doesn't work for everyone. Some mm. people hate writing. Some people hate meditating. So it's about finding what works for you. Um, and it, there's no blanket fix. What we're going to say today isn't a blanket fix. Not everyone's going to listen to this and go, "Oh my love, my life has been changed and saved." But if one person does, then that's a bonus.
2: Yeah, and that's that's it really. What we're trying to say is from our experience and from the shit that we have gone through, whether it was life trauma or you know people in our life who would have have had really really poor mental health or mental illnesses that they've been diagnosed with you know we've really experienced some real shit yeah some real shit that not a lot of people are privy to and and something that i'm not going to chat about specifically on this podcast but it is it is an experience that provides you with so much perspective and hopefully we can bring that perspective to just one person listening and to make one person out there listening know that they're not alone And the shit that they're dealing with and the shit that they're going through will have an end and the end will be positive. And that's that's what we're trying to do.
1: That's the big thing, In it? You sit there and you go, oh my God, right now, this is the worst thing that's going to happen and this is the end of my life. And it's like, really, it's not. I think I said to you in the car, um, and you can stop me if you don't like this, but evolutionary science suggests that as a homo sapien, your one goal in life is to reproduce. That's why we're here.
2: Bring it down. Like, take that and make me understand it in like... A grade 3 A level.
1: So as humans, we are on this planet according to evolutionary science. So the science that suggests that we came from monkeys Okay, yep. and we evolved from little organisms thousands of years, millions of years ago. Um, that science suggests that we are here to reproduce, to create o- kids, have offspring, and then let our DNA run until it evolves to its furthest point. That's, that's what the science suggests.
2: Okay, so the science that suggests that we're on this planet to have babies and to continue, you know, being DNA. human being, yeah, yeah, being human beings ever. Yeah. But how, what does that have to do with? Well, the reason health?
1: I bring it up is because, therefore, uh, using that science, the worst thing that can happen to you in your life is losing your partner. Okay. Whether that means you've been broken up or a terrible accident has happened, whatever, that's the worst thing that's happened in your life. So, if anyone's sitting out there and they've been dumped or they've gone through a breakup and you're okay now, you have theoretically survived the toughest thing that's ever going to happen to you mm. because under evolutionary science, that's the worst. That is the worst. So if you've gone through that, why would you give up when something else gets hard?
2: Mm. Why do you bring that up?
1: Well, because this happened to me and I sat there and went, oh my God, this is the worst thing that's going to ha- ever happen. And two months later, I'm sitting here, I'm training every day like an absolute weapon. Um, and I have my best mates and my best mental health and I've gotten through it. So now I know that if I lose my job, I my car dies, whatever, something happens, I sit there and go, well, I've walked through hell with a smile. Why would I stop walking now? Like, what's the point?
2: And when you say you walked through hell, what, describe to us, well, you were you, like, at rock bottom? Was that oh, the feeling?
1: 100%. You l- I remember lying in bed and just going, oh, that's it. I'm not getting up. can't be bothered. What's the point? Mm. You know, I think I spoke to you and go, oh, I, I don't have a why. Mm. You know, why? Why, 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 why am I doing this? What's the point? Why? Why? Life is crap. That was my opinion. Yeah. And, um. You know, you, you sit there and you change your why from someone or something, and and this is this is my answer to why do I go to the gym even when I feel low, because I have to. Mm. You know, because I am so accountable that I have to go to the gym. Why do you go to work? You have to have money. Why do you get up? If you've got a dog, why do you get up in the morning at five a.m. to let your dog out? Because you have to. Yeah, that's what everything in life needs to be. It has to be a have, not a want, not a I like to. It's that I have to do it.
2: And that's exactly what we're going to be chatting about in this episode, and that is the question we're going to be deep diving into. And I'm, I'm going to give you girls who are listening the actual question that my listener sent me, and that I can give that to Jonty. So buckle in, enjoy the episode, and if you really like us, give us a cheeky follow <laughs> on this on whatever the platform you're listening to us on. Okay, let's go. <laughs>
0: Yes. Ooh, it's magic.
2: I did that the other day. Yeah? I did this one. I was supposed to do this one. <laughs> Fuck me. Honestly, the girls who are listening know I keep fucking this up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was supposed to be our transition sound. Obviously, I fucked it up a we little we bit.
1: We're here now. We're here now. Can I point out as well that I hope that you get some male listeners to this as well? Mm. Because I'm coming from this as a, obviously, as a man, as a masculine Uh, analysis of the situations and I'm trying to reach out I think everyone should hear this this is a message that is blanketed for everyone um, because mental health is something that we all deal with yeah and I totally
2: love that and I think I purely just say girls because that is our demographic yeah yeah. yeah. most of our listener base identifies as female Um, but if there is a man listening or if you have a partner or a brother or somebody in your life who's into podcasts maybe this episode is for them
1: yeah, definitely. And mm-hmm. I did another one with you that they can listen to. As
2: well. Yeah, I'll link that down below. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should do your own podcast, honestly.
1: I did for a while about football. I'm sitting here now like, oh my God, I've done this before. Mm. Um, I'm thinking about it. Like, I'd love to talk about my journey and my experiences and, you know, see if we can get a bit of a cult of gym monsters out there. Yep. Mentality monsters, as I call them. Yeah, I love that, that. Yeah, yeah. That's what Jurgen Klopp's saying, mentality monster. Oh, I love that. All right. So Are good.
2: you ready for the question? Yeah. Ready. So she said, hi, Angel. I'm wondering if you have any episodes or listener questions on depression and how this might affect a person's relationship with the gym. For example, low energy, loss of interest, eating habits, doubt in self, guilt about not going. It feels like I'm the only one in this situation. It's good to have stories of others to relate to.
1: Whoa. Yeah. How deep. First of all, I just want to say you are not the only one in this situation. Um, I've been in this situation so many times, man. I, uh, I've lost 20 kilos twice in my life already and been super fit. I was absolutely jacked two years ago. And, you know, the mental health stages I've gone through it, looking at myself and going, wow, you got back up to 121 kilos. I got depressed because of it.
2: Talk me through that because that's exactly what this person is saying. Is She's saying that she feels like she's the only person who's in that state of mind where you feel like you don't want to do anything. Let alone go to the fucking gym yeah, hey. where you feel judged and you feel like you have to wear whatever clothing. You feel like you're just weak. You feel like it's this huge mountain. Like you can't even get out of fucking bed some days.
1: Yeah, yeah that's the, I think, I, f- I think the big thing to understand is, as I said, you're not alone. Lots of people don't want to go to the gym. Um, And and it can seem like a scary place. So what I did is I started working out at home at first. um, And that might sound like the world's simplest fix. Oh, why don't I think of that? Not go to the gym. Because you build up your own confidence. You build up your own form, your techniques. And you go, okay, I know what I'm doing. So if you have the money to buy the equipment at home, that is my first recommendation. You only
2: need a dumbbell or two dumbbells.
1: 100% or canopies, you know. Literally. You know, I remember mum working out with uh, baked beans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you don't need to spend loads. But if you can get your hands on good equipment, start working at home. Um, I believe Angel has a free gym guide as well. So mm-hmm. if you can get your hands on that.
2: And it's I've got different levels. So the aim of the gym guide was basically to provide girls who only have dumbbells who have machines and dumbbells who have barbells with literally the fucking ultimate program that they can do if they're at the gym not at the gym wherever the fuck they are with baked beans whatever the fuck you have if you need that please send me a dm i'm more than happy to send that your way
1: And what's important about that is then by the time you go to the gym, you sit there and you go, actually, no, I know how to do a RDL. I know how to do a deadlift. I know Mm -hmm. how to do a chest press because I've done this 5,000 times at home. Yep. And I'm not nervous to be here. So straight away, you're ruling out the need for anxiety. I know that people will still get anxious, but you're ruling out the need for it. You're sitting there, you're going, well, I've done this by myself. And now you've just got to turn the gym into a place where you're by yourself.
2: So let's go backwards into... When you called me and you were laying in bed and you were just like, fuck this. I don't want to fucking do this anymore. And this isn't necessarily like suicidal conversation. That's not really. No, that
1: wasn't what it was. No. No.
2: So um, just a trigger warning for mental health and all of that type of thing. But this isn't a conversation about suicide. Jonty wasn't in that mental space. But it was more of a lack of motivation or a lack of want to just get on with your health and with your battle.
1: Yeah, I just kind of sat there and went, well, that's it. I'm just going to sit on bed and eat chocolate all day. What's the point of doing this? Yeah. You know, Um, and the conversation was literally, Angel, I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what's the point, you know, like, why shouldn't I just sit at home, enjoy chocolate and be by myself? Because that's what I am. And that's, you know, comfort. And it's because being comfortable and thinking to myself, oh, that's great. I have chocolate. I'm happy. Being comfortable kills people. Like, you know, comfort kills the cat sort of thing. Like, you Mm -hmm. sit there, as soon as you get comfy, you're just stuffed. I think in my bio, it's really fascinating. It says the crocodile is the easiest to eat, uh, easiest to kill after it's just eating. So that's the whole idea that you've just achieved something or you're feeling low. So therefore, you take a minute to stop, take your foot off the brake.
2: Complacency.
1: Yeah, and as soon as you get either complacent or if you just give up, that's when things start melting.
2: So how did you get out of bed? Like, this is what these girls want to know, all these guys want to know. It's like, obviously, we're not therapists. We're not fucking psychologists. And I can talk about my story, you know, when I was in this mental state as well. But for you, how did you go from, fuck this, I'm just going to stay in bed and eat chocolate to now gymming six days, five days a week?
1: Because this is, and this is going to sound so terrible, and the person that I went through this with, I have a lot of care and love for and I don't have any hate. But I thought, why the fuck am I going to let one person make me be defeated? Yep. Why am I going to let anything make me de- be defeated? I'm undefeatable. Like, you know, as arrogant as that sounds, you have to say to yourself that this issue doesn't deserve to stop you. And and that's why I sat there and I sat there and I looked at TikToks. I started listening to um, Chris Williamson um, and a few other people. And I sat there and went, why am I going to let one thing that's happened in my life defeat me when nothing else has defeated me before I'm 22 years old and I haven't beaten I ain't starting now and I think that's what everyone has to look at if you're 17 listening to this if you're 25 if you're 40 listening to this you've gone through certain amount of years in your life and you've never been stopped so why are you going to be beaten now you know like it, it sounds like it's almost Dave Goggins just be hard to sort of stuff but the reality is is that you have to have that mentality sometimes and if you sit there if I've if had felt sorry for myself I wouldn't have lost 19, 18 I'd be still big in bed, eating chocolate, enjoying three days of a week, not going to work, you know?
2: So I guess that first point of call is, and I, I think this is an interesting perspective, but when you're feeling so, so low, I guess it, is an easy win for you to put on a motivational podcast. 100%. Go onto the motivational side of TikTok. Go onto YouTube and Google, how do I get motivated? Like, actually start. That's such an easy thing you can do. You're already probably scrolling on your phone. Start consuming shit that actually is good for you.
1: What's What do they call it? You, you doom scroll, mm. and that's when you just consume crap. And I think it's, it's like there's an opposite word to doom scrolling that you need to try and do. It's like intelligent scrolling or genius scrolling or... Power scrolling or cycling, it's just the opposite. Just don't doom scroll. Um, the other thing I would say is make sure you get accountability. So message your best mate if you want to pay for a trainer. I pay for a trainer. He's a fantastic guy, and he's one of the best male trainers on the coast. And he's. Do
2: you want to give him a plug?
1: Yeah, so James uh, from Wicked Bods, JM Health, um, he's in my absolute bro, has kicked my ass and made sure that I don't give up. Um, and he had my accountability. You know, he sat there and he goes... Hi, oh, yeah, Johny. What are we eating today? Show me a photo. you are we eating, John T, What's your daily intent, John T, What's your daily gratitude? Okay. Well, we've done a month of this now. You're doing really well. Now we're going to add our cold showers, and you know he started doing that sort of stuff, um, and he has just made me accountable. And without the accountability and without the drive, I probably wouldn't have bothered. Mm-hmm. So I would 100% say find and find that gym girl. Yeah. If you're
2: if you're in a position where you have the financial ability jump in the growth collective. Jump around a group of girls where you're paying to fucking be there and actually start owning your fitness in a way that is possible. And when you jump into the growth collective with me, I'm similar to John T's trainer. I'm not going to just throw you in the fucking deep end and be like, yeah, to swim. No, we're going to take one day as it comes. And maybe it is that you're nervous about the gym. Maybe it is that you're struggling getting out of bed. Whatever it is, we can start there. So please know if you have the privilege to be able to afford a trainer, I really, really implore you. It's the best thing I ever did. It's the best thing John T ever did. Um, and, you know, even just send me a DM. We can always just jump on a call and see if it's right for you.
1: And, yeah, and I think if you can't, right, because not everyone can afford yeah. – not, not everyone's in an amazing position where they, you know, live at home, pay a bit of boards and have a great few great jobs where they make good money. They're not all in that position. Yeah. If you're not, that is fine. My One of my closest friends doesn't have the money for a PT, So he comes to me and we talk about stuff and I give him accountability. We go out and I go, what are you eating? Why why are you getting that bar of chocolate? Do you need it? No? Or, okay, you need that chocolate for your mental health because that's okay. And he goes, yeah, I'm having it because I need to pick me up. That's fine. Like find anyone, just find someone even if it's just an inspiration, someone you look at and you go, oh my God, I love that person. I want to be like them.
2: Mm, and excuse me for kind of taking lots of step backs, but I really just want to, hi- like I almost am grabbing like an imaginary highlighter and kind of like highlighting <laughs> the shit you say. I'm like, guys, listen to this. Because there's some things that John T has said that I really want to kind of bring out to you girls. So the first thing was obviously we want to do power scrolling. If you're doom scrolling, switch it up. Let's try and literally Google the word motivation, Google the word fucking whatever. You're already listening to this podcast, so that's yeah. a fucking win. Yeah, like pop you have won. off, sis. I am going to link some motivational shit down below. I love Mel Robbins. I think she's a vibe. The second thing was actually telling your friends and your family and the people around you how you feel. How do you do that? Because when you're feeling so low mentally, it can kind of feel like, you know, this beautiful lady said to us that you're alone and- you almost feel like, well, one, am I a burden to other people? Or other pe- two, will other people understand me? Three, this is so embarrassing that I feel like this, and other people, you know, they they don't even want to hear my problems. Like, how did you feel okay? With calling me or calling your dad or calling your f- best friends about what you're feeling?
1: So, first of all, I want to precurse this. Um, I'm not going to say mention talk because that is so important. Say what, sorry? Mention talk because that is so important. Men need to talk, right? About Oh, it. men need to talk. Yeah. Sorry,
2: that word yeah. like became one one word. So, men need to talk.
1: Yeah, but it's for... You a should m- say it. But f- for a man, I think we need to pick our moments of vulnerability um, I think everyone does. I think, you know, you sit there and if people complain 24-7 about how hard their life is, you stop getting meaningful feedback and you stop getting genuine care. Yep. You know, you need to pick your moments. I picked when I absolutely had it. no why to call someone. Like, I had taken steps by myself to go through it. And when you're at that point where you go, I've tried to deal with this and I can't, that's when you need to speak up. You know, um, Would I do I complain every single day? No, there's no need. But I complain when I need it. I, I talk and it's not weak. Me calling my dad who's on the other side of the UK at 2 a.m. to say, hey, dad, this sucks ass and I'm really struggling and I'm really trying. And just to hear him say, come on, mate, keep going. You're pushing. You're getting there. It's been a week. You're doing really well. That, that helps. And sometimes that's all you need. You don't need to go into detail about, you know, how bad you're feeling or how your chemical levels are or, you know, whatever. You don't need the details. Sometimes you just need to say, hi, I'm hurting. And just to hear that, that's okay, that's normal. Keep going. You're doing well.
2: Mm, So when you call someone, it's almost just as the person who's feeling really, really low, you call your best friend, you call your mum, you call your dad, they answer. And you think, okay, I'm going to tell them how I feel. You need to have the understanding that they're not the expert. They probably are not going to be able to fix whatever you're feeling. They're just there to listen. And you can just say to them, hey, look, I'm not feeling okay. And they might just be able to be like, look, I understand. I'm here for you. You will get through this.
1: Yeah, 100%. And that's that's all you're going to get from someone that's not an expert. You know, if you call someone, expect them to fix your life by saying, oh, take this, do that, do this, do that, do that. This is your chemical imbalance. Unless they're a therapist or a psychological doctor, you're not getting that. So I think if you call your best friend, sit there and go, I'm calling my best friend because I'm so low and I just need someone to push me through till I can book a therapy meeting. Like, that's what you need, I think. Um, it, it, for me, it was just being vulnerable at the right points, you know. If I was sitting there having a great night at poker and I felt sad for five minutes, I wasn't going to sit there and change the whole vibe and talk about it. But if I'd been sitting there for four hours and couldn't get over it, I would pull my mate aside afterwards and say, hey, mate, that was a great night. But they say, I've been feeling all night. And then that's when we would talk about it. Mm. So I think for me, it was really about judging it, you know, making sure that I get worthwhile feedback.
2: And so how do you, do you believe in motivation then?
1: Yes, I believe in motivation as a great starter point.
2: Okay. And that comes from... The power scrolling.
1: Yeah, 100%. Uh, power scrolling, even your own mental health. So, uh, there, was a fun, uh, there was a fantastic quote and it was like, you know, people tell you, don't be angry, don't be angry, don't be angry. Stuff that. Anger's the best motivation in the world if you only use it for 10 minutes.
2: Mm, that's what I agree with. So something I always tell my, my listeners is we're not here to go to the gym because we fucking hate ourselves or because we want to fucking torture ourselves or because we want to punish our body for all the horrible things it's done, like eating this and blah, blah, blah. I feel like that's not so sustainable. You know, we shouldn't be viewing the gym as this like horrible torture chamber that you walk into <laughs> where you're like, let me get ruined. I actually think it's a form of self-love and I think it's a form of self-care and I think that it's a form of discipline in a really positive way. But for me, the way I started my fitness journey was because I dated some contest boy. <laughs> I'm not even afraid to say that. Respect for him, but respectfully, no respect. Um, you won't listen to this anyway. Yeah, fucking. I don't mind if it's he does. Too long, <laughs> too many words. Anyway, <laughs> I dated a not so nice human being, and I my initial why for the the gym, and I'm going to be completely honest, was I wanted a revenge body, I wanted a revenge, I wanted a comeback. I was like, fuck you for making me feel like this.
1: Hundred and ten percent. I want
2: but the reason I stayed in the gym ended up being nothing to do with him it ended up being that I love the gym I love myself I love the way it makes me feel and it's really interesting that it's almost like we've demonized having physique goals or having body goals because we need it to be sustainable well if your initial why is because you want to
1: if you want that person to go oh my god I wish I had left them yeah if
2: that's That's your if that's your initial why like pop off obviously I don't think that should be your why forever because you shouldn't let that person live rent free in your head But initially, pop off.
1: Yeah, 100%. Like, I I genuinely had the conversation with her and it was like, oh, what are you going to do in six months' time when I'm fit as all hell and looking like the best person you've ever met? And then I said it and I went, oh, my God, that's so wanky. (laughs) But but you know what? For the first few weeks of going to the gym, that was my why as well. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to get abs. I'm going to look so good. (laughs) I'm going to be sexy (laughs) joddy." But um, now the why is because we've got a dad that wants to go compete in Fiji to do the Oh, Spartan yeah, I haven't spoken year. about this. And so that's my why, Project 50.
2: Yeah, so basically, for those who don't have context, my dad is turning 50 next year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really proud of my dad. He's worked really, really hard. You know, he did not come from a huge amount of money. Don't press the button, John T. I'm going to cut your hand off. Sorry, guys. Jonty's being a child. Anyway, my dad didn't come from huge, huge wealth, and he's been very... I want to say blessed, but also he's worked his fucking ass off to be in a position where he's actually able to afford, you know, travel and all of that. So anyway, he turns 50 next year and he's decided that the rest of the year of 2024 is what he's called Project 50. He is going to be in the best health and fitness of his life. And it's going to finish with him doing a Spartan obstacle course slash race in Fiji which is pop off dad fucking amazing I'm gonna try and get there if I can save up enough money to get to Fiji surely
1: it's his shout
2: I don't <laughs> think he's gonna shout honestly um, no he'll, he'll shout Kitty because she's 11 but I don't think he'll shout us
1: but yeah the 22 year old twins yeah not.
2: I don't think but
1: so I'm just so excited man so that's my why at the moment
2: you're saving for that
1: yeah um. <laughs> I'll start next week. (laughs) Um, And that's my why. Um, And to go back to the motivation, you know, that's not motivated. I'm not motivated to go and compete in Spartan. I'm not going, Spartan, Spartan. I'm there going, well, if I'm fat for (laughs) Spartan. And I don't know if you use that word, but...
2: That's okay if you want to use that word. That's 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 how
1: I described myself. If I'm big for Spartan, I'm going to be struggling and I'm going to be throwing up and I'm going to be so embarrassed. Whereas if I'm fit for Spartan and disciplined... And that's the key word, discipline, then I'm going to kill it. Mm. And it's not a challenge because I'm going to smash it. Yeah. So the key word is discipline. It's it's your motivation has to last two, three, four weeks and then you've got to go, okay, well now I've done it for a month, I'm disciplined.
2: Do you ever doubt yourself in the ability to get ready for Spartan or I don't even know if it's necessarily gym wise, but this, this listener question really made a highlight over self-doubt and just kind of doubting your ability to and I don't know if she means necessarily in the gym, but maybe in relation to her goals. Do you ever have those little voices inside your head?
1: Imposter syndrome.
2: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for
1: healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. All the time, I get imposter imposter syndrome. So I genuinely sit there at times and go, "How am I doing this? Why am I? Why? Why? How am I lifting this weight? You know, this can't be me." Yeah. Six weeks ago, I was doing five kilo dumbbell press, and now I'm on the twenty fours on each side, and I'm like, "What the heck is going on here? Why?" You know what I mean? Like, it's not even self doubt. It's imposter syndrome. It's that I don't belong here, and I do. I always belong here. Everyone belongs at the gym. Everyone belongs to be healthy and fit. Um. I would say quite confidently that I don't have self d- doubt anymore, um, because I know who I am and what I deserve.
2: What is that? Who 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 are you? And how did you figure this out? You know, when you were back in the fucking, but let's go, let's rewind back to that call. You didn't know who you were. You didn't no. know your why. You know, how did you get to your why? How did you figure it out? And what is your why?
1: So my why is because I have to.
2: Okay.
1: So I have to. I, I I have made myself absolutely go to the gym because I post about it. Because I put on Instagram of myself looking good every single day and therefore if I don't post I'm not training as hard. And if people who see me in the gym slacking off go, Oh, why is John T posting all the time? He doesn't try that hard, then I'm an imposter.
2: So okay, actually, you've got integrity.
1: Oh yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but for I real. Do. Yeah, yeah. You've yeah, got yeah, shitloads so of integrity. So my why is that I have to because I'm integral. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But how the fuck did you get that? Why did you like where did you pull that from? Like your bum?
1: I, honestly, one day I just decided to start posting on <laughs> so social media. say, like, one
2: day I just decided to... <laughs>
1: one day I went, ooh, there it is.
2: <laughs> no, no, go again. Go um,
1: on. <laughs> one day I just said, I'm going to put this photo on social media because I look so good. Mm-hmm. And then I trained again the next day and it was biceps. And I was like, oh my God, I look good again. So I'm going to put <laughs> up another photo. And then it just went from there. I was like, well, you can't post these photos, Johnsy, if you're not actually going. Mm. And, um, you know, I went, okay, well, let's go to the gym then. We have to because... I've posted a photo twice in a row and now I'm going to have to go post another photo and I'm going to have to post another photo. And it actually just became, the first day I did it was like, oh, this is cool. And then the second day it became a habit. Um, Atomic Habit, fantastic book. Mm. If you skip something twice, it's no longer a habit. If you do something twice, it's a habit. What that means is if you have two days off the gym and I'm all for rest days, but don't have two days in a row because as soon as you have two days off the gym, it's going to be hard to get back on the third day. Mm. If you have two days on, that third day is easy. Yep. So for me, it was like, oh, my God, I accidentally posted two days in a row. (laughs) And I was like, okay, well, now now this is a habit and I've got to keep doing it.
2: I've got a theory about imposter syndrome that um, was inspired by a Mel Robbins podcast, which I really, really agree with. I think imposter syndrome is actually you not acknowledging that you're a beginner. Yeah. So it's you not acknowledging that you're a beginner. When you begin things, it feels a little bit icky and it feels uncomfortable and you're probably a little bit shit. And that's not imposter. That's actually the truth. Yeah. Like, that's the truth. And the way to overcome imposter syndrome is to provide yourself with evidence that you can do the thing. So, for example, with the podcast, when I started the podcast, I had major imposter syndrome. I thought that I was so shit. I thought I was, I was like, who the fuck is going to listen to this holy shit? (laughs) And I provided myself evidence that people listen. Yeah. And that I can do this. Yeah. So, I think that's really fucking cool. Now, let's talk about guilt because... You're in that mindset where you're really, really, really fucking low. You don't want to get out of bed and you start shaming yourself for all the things you're not doing. Did you go down that rabbit hole where you're like, I'm not going to the gym. I'm eating like shit. My relationship's fucking destroyed. Fucking my mental health is destroyed. I've got nothing, blah, blah, blah. And you start kind of picking out everything that's wrong with
1: so you. So I actually didn't go through that after I, uh, we broke up. I went through that during the relationship because that's oh. when I put on my, all my weight. So Do you feel
2: okay talking? Yeah. About so,
1: okay. so when I, um, so when I felt like you know guilty for not going to the gym, it was because I chose a Sunday lying in bed eating chocolate instead of Sunday going to the gym. It's because I chose to have a beer after work with my mates instead of going and going to the gym with someone who wants to go to the gym. Like I made the wrong choices, and then the next day you'd sit there and you go, "Oh, that was pointless." Mm. And now I've got to go back to work, and I don't have time for the gym right now, so I've skipped a session, and I'm gonna have to push hard tonight to get there. Um, and I definitely had that guilty feeling. Um, and it wasn't even like a guilt that's, that like made me want to go to the gym. It was a guilt, well, I missed yesterday, so I'm not going to go today. And, you know, that sucks, but it's okay. And that's where that habit of not going to the gym came back because my guilt was, well, I've missed two days. What's the point? And, you know, I've given up on my body, so that's okay.
2: Mm, I have the analogy of, do you know, um, in London you've got the tube and you've got that giant gap between the platform and the train. Yep. The platform is you sitting in your bed, feeling like actual shit, not getting anywhere. And the train is your fitness journey. And on the train, it's filled with your goals and your achievements and your wins. But you have to mind the gap. Mind the gap. Mind the... Fu- but the gap is the hardest part. You're like, oh my God, I'm going to fall down. Blah, blah blah. It's the hardest thing. I want you to think of the gap as like... This giant fucking hole in the in the floor, and to get from your bed to the the fitness journey, which is the train, you have to jump over that gap. Yeah, at some point.
1: point, hundred percent. And you just have to hope that you don't fall in.
2: Yeah, and you have to understand that you can do all the all the power scrolling, you can listen to all the podcasts, you can listen to me whatever fucking time you want, but you have to jump over that gap. But here's the fucking kicker: you don't need to get on the fitness girl train or the gym person train. And do a thirty minute, forty minute, hour, two hour session. Just fucking go for a walk, sis.
1: Yeah, just get out. Get just out. Punch your body.
2: Literally, that's where I really want to talk about guilt about not going to the gym specifically. Because, like, don't go to the fucking gym if if you are in such a poor mental state where the gym literally looks like Mount fucking Everest, and you think you're going to go up there and die of like altitude poisoning, or whatever. <laughs> like, go for a walk.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's for a lot of people, it, they go 100% straight away mm. and then they go, oh my God, that's so hard. This is the first day of going to the gym and I've really struggled. Obviously, you're going to really struggle. If you're in a really low place and you've never been to the gym before, you haven't been in a year, it's not going to be easy.
2: God forbid it's actually a normal experience and you're not like the social media influences. Yeah, that.
1: hey, oh my God. <laughs> Imagine that you can't do what are the things everyone's posting at the moment where they're like doing their upside down crunch, hovering above the floor, chucking, catching the dumbbell. Fuck
2: that. Yeah, they're
1: like Navy SEALs. It's like, God forbid that I just want to do my chest brows and be left alone. Yeah, <laughs> like
2: you're a normal, fa- like let's normalize struggling in the gym and actually just being a normal person who wants to move their body.
1: And you know what, as well, I just want to put this out there. If you feel guilty about the gym, and it's fantastic, right? If you can't go to the gym, don't go to the gym. Go and go, go for a walk go and ride a bike or go to the beach and get some vitamin D. If you can get vitamin D in yourself, you're mm. you're so sorted. Um, but if you are going to the gym and you've, you're listening to this right now mid-set and you've just failed your set, how good is that? That's normal. Failing a set is better than succeeding every set because your muscles grow when you fail and you push them. Mm. They don't grow as much when you succeed.
2: Yep. Once I actually, I had a client and I, I don't think she minds me talking about this. She was in a poor mental space we were at the gym and she failed on her set and it was almost like the last fucking straw it was like fuck this like it's another thing telling me I'm not good enough and I really want to like put my hands through this mic and shake whoever's listening and go you failing at the gym or you being shit in an exercise or you not hitting that pb that is a new goal for you that's a new reference point for you to go holy shit like look how far I've come I get to fail on this pb
1: Uh, name a football team that hasn't lost a game Mm. name um, uh, name a boxer that hasn't lost one fight even if it's an amateur unrecorded fight like name someone who hasn't suffered a defeat in their life you won't because everyone gets defeated somehow uh, and they lose but losing this is where the difference between people that become champions and people that don't achieve is losing can't be seen as a loss. It has to be seen as a learning ability and a learning s- scenario. Okay, I lost. What did I do? Did I leave my left jab out? Did I not hold the bar right? Did I not train hard enough? Or did I train too hard? And this was my last set. Like, you just have to learn from the loss. I think if you learn, you're fine. It's when you sit there and resent yourself for losing that you start you struggle.
2: This whole fitness game is literally a game of Monopoly. Yeah. And if you are not playing your never gonna win you're never gonna lose you're never gonna but you have to be playing so whether or not you fucking lose all your money and go bankrupt or you fucking lose the houses you buy or whatever the fucking analogy is keep playing
1: but and also just remember right and i'm i'm addressing this to people that lift weights or go to the gym right now yeah weights never acknowledge you (laughs) they know but they don't you you you're like oh my god i'm doing 15 reps that's so easy you got the next level, and all of a sudden it's hard again. It's mm. so hard because the weights are going. We don't care that you can do fifteen of that one. Try and do fifteen of us now. Well, mm. like this is two kilos heavier. Try and do fifteen now. I dare you. Like they don't acknowledge you. You don't get acknowledged by the gym. Yeah, and that's why you go mm. because you've got to keep pushing yourself. Um, if I can give you my one little secret spicy thing that I've been like, oh wait, okay, Spicy. not you know like my little secret that I've found to switch myself on. Yes, in the morning. I get up,
2: uh-huh.
1: I go straight to the shower. Thank God. Right, <laughs> a little bit of hot water, warm yourself up, and then bang, cold. Cold shower every morning. Oh my god. Now imagine if you do something that doesn't involve hard work that releases the dopamine and endorphins you need throughout the whole day and mm. it takes you a minute. That, that that is so simple to do.
2: Guys, don't make me speechless. I'm gonna cry. I it's, don't wanna do that. It's
1: hard. It is so hard at the start, but once you get I can stand in a cold shower for five minutes now. Sit there, wash my body, chill, let it go through, put some music on.
2: <laughs> don't I don't want to know what else you do.
1: It's <laughs> a cold shower, Angel. It's pretty <laughs> relaxing, man. Yeah.
2: Okay, fine, fine. So I have should a do a cold shower.
1: Do you cold shower in the morning? No. Oh, my God, do a cold what shower. What do you mean? Angel, we live in one of the hottest countries in the world. You can have a cold shower here and get out and you're still hot as. <sighs> okay, guys. You're not going to freeze.
2: I might.
1: Do you know who you need to go look on social media? Demon Dean.
2: Demon Dean. He's a
1: Welsh boy. He's he already
2: sounds scary.
1: Yeah, so he's a Welsh boy and um, he, he's a legend. And um, he gets up at 5 a.m. in the morning in Wales mm. and does a nice car, a nice bath punch in so morning at 5 a.m. in Wales. So if he can do it, we can do it in Australia.
2: Let me zoom out for a hot fucking second. <laughs> You're telling me, oh my God, I'm getting emotional because this is just so exciting and I'm just so passionate about this. You're telling me, John T from eight weeks ago was literally calling me on a Saturday night fucking, I hope you don't mind me saying this, like crying, being upset about your mental state and where you're at in life, La la. And now I'm sitting next to Jonty who is gymming five days a week. Six. Six days a week. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> come on now, come <laughs> on now. <laughs> Having cold showers, fucking, you know, doing really well in his workplace, looking at building his social media, actually excited to get out of bed, like.
1: Excited, man. I hate going to sleep now because I just want to be doing stuff. Like,
2: like you love life.
1: I love life and and- it's just come from pinning these steps it's come in from finding a why and the why was because I had to because if you get up and let yourself be defeated after 22 years of hard work what's the point Mm,
2: so you we started off with the power scrolling we've started off next with reaching out to friends and family then we looked at jumping over the gap starting a fitness journey whether it's in your room with baked beans or at an actual gym
1: that needs to be the the podcast by the way in the room with your baked beans (laughs) that's so good I've done that. That is now my saying. What are you up to? In my room, my baked beans. <laughs> hey, <yo. laughs>
2: I've done that.
1: Have you I've been the big bean gal. Beans?
2: I actually have.
1: Yeah, no, it's good. It's good, little, because you can get like a million reps in. That's the thing. Yeah, and God, yeah. N- I
2: don't know how much they weigh.
1: No, 500 grams are a thing, usually, maybe two. Oh, true. Grams. It says the weight on it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> That's funny, though. One kilo of feathers is the same as one kilo of bricks. Yeah. Hey. So 500 grams of baked beans is the same as just 500 grams.
1: Yep. Yeah, then that's how that's how that's how mass works. Yeah, I know that's it's me being mad.
2: <laughs> Thank God I'm not a pharmacist no. anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, hey, no, no, no. This this drug's bigger, therefore you can't have as many, <laughs> and this drug less, so therefore you have to have more. Guys, grams. I
2: actually have a degree. Okay, shut the fuck up. It's
1: what we're talking about—real pharmacy stuff, by the way. Just so you know.
2: <laughs> okay, so then we we jumped over the gap. We're starting with the baked beans. Whatever. What, what's what's the next? Cold showers, I cold, guess. Do cold, hard shit.
1: Cold showers, man. Do it. Go and do it have a cold i put up on my instagram johnsy well, Miles. i put up my instagram that uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you
2: just plug yourself
1: <laughs> um, I, I put up on my instagram a video about three weeks ago and it was like imagine that it's a month from now you've gotten up you've had a cold shower you've listened to a podcast you've had your pre-shreds and you've had your two eggs on one piece of toast because that's my breakfast for kings i get up every morning two eggs on a piece of toast that's i'm addicted to that shit i love
2: that you say breakfast of kings not breakfast of champions
1: well no, because I have my crown on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
1: no, I have a crown tattooed on me, therefore I should be the king mm. in my own world. Um, that's a bit of self obsession for you.
2: But that's but that's what you need. Like I fucking love this. I always tell my girls, I love the idea of being selfish. I think it's fucking amazing. And not like arrogant to the point where you're an absolute cunt to everyone, but to the point I where know you're like to deserve it? well true facts (laughs) but to the point where you actually care about yourself you're actually like "Mm, oh maybe what is my health need what is my mental health need wow I actually am obsessed with myself
1: yeah 100% I think um I think confidence don't don't confuse confidence for narcissism don't confuse confidence for cockiness arrogance yeah don't confuse confidence and speaking confidently to someone speaking down to you like you're not condescending because you're talking about yourself and how well you're doing that's not condescending that's mm. if you're not proud yourself no one else is going to do it for mm. you
2: and i want that girl to listen to this and really understand that you're allowed to believe in yourself and you're allowed to believe in your ability and your goals and you are so deserving to be here on this planet and to be with us and we're so thankful for you and you know there are so many people in your life who need you and are a better person because you're still with us and you're still here and I really think it's important that you keep fighting and keep showing up, and that's literally the bare minimum of it. And keep you know showing what? up.
1: If she, if this girl, whoever she is, is listening, doesn't believe myself, I believe in you. You are stronger than some people. You reached out and you asked the question, therefore you are tough, and you're not going to fail because you're asking and you're probing and you're trying to find out. So I believe in you, and I don't even know who you are. So stop doubting yourself. You're going to achieve it. So that's yeah. what you. Need she to wants know. it. The people yeah. who are
2: listening to this podcast right now, you want this. You want better for yourself. You know what your potential is. It's. I always think if you know your potential, it's inevitable. It's so fucking inevitable. It's within your grasp. You just need to jump over whatever that cap is.
1: And I think that's, that, that's so important, understanding your potential and understand that just because you haven't achieved a lot so far doesn't mean your potential is low. Mm. Everyone's potential is amazing. Everyone can achieve everything. I've watched stupid people get PhDs Are you talking about me right now? You got a PhD? No, but I know who you're talking about. (laughs) 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 I've watched people get PhDs and you go, oh no. But it's because they're pitting the work. Yeah. And they work so ridiculously hard at that one thing that they achieve it. Yeah. You know, so at the end of the day, you can achieve anything if you just work at it. You might have to work a little bit harder than the normal person would if you're not as skillful in that area. But if you work hard, you can do anything. And that usually sounds like bollocks. You go, oh, you're talking about that's some John Cena ass crap that he's talking you about. You can't right? see Maybe me. Never give up. Rise up. But you know what? It is the truth. It's it fucking is true. The genuine truth. That if you work as hard as you can at something, you have to do well at it. Mm. You can't fail.
2: What I want you to do right now, if you're listening to this, if you can, uh, if you're not, if you're driving, please do not fucking do this. Grab out a pen and paper, and I really want you to put on there everything you're feeling right now in one side and everything you're capable of in the other side so have have two columns on one side I want you to put how you're feeling feel free to just fucking vomit that shit onto the page and on the other side I want you to put everything that you're fucking capable of and understanding that side that that side with all the shit on it that you're feeling that's allowed to exist but the other side with all of your fucking potential that is going to happen and we need to figure out how the fuck you're gonna get there
1: and what's great is that exists at the same time that you're feeling low. Mm, you, okay. know, you feel low right now, but you're still able to understand your capabilities. So imagine how good you're going to feel once your chemical imbalance sorts itself out. Imagine what you're going to achieve once that sorts itself out. And you've just got to start putting in the work and make it happen. If that, if the work is that you've been given a dep- antidepressant by a doctor and you're not taking it, so therefore you've got to force yourself to take it, then you've got to start doing that. And that's your first step.
2: What is the small, tangible thing you can do now? Literally, like what is it? If you're privileged enough to live in Australia and you have access to a mental health care plan, please go book a session with your therapist or your psychologist or whoever it is. If you're in another country where, you know, that is just too expensive or you don't have the privilege to do that. Okay, who can you reach out within your family, within your close-knit group? Can you join that Gym Girl Facebook community? It's literally fucking free and you can post in there. Hey sis, I need some motivation. Hey, I need this, da, 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 da. What is one step that you can take? Because once we take that one step, the snowball effect happens.
1: Yeah, and how dangerous is that snowball effect? Hey? How big can a snowball get? Have you ever seen that? Mm. Oh, and imagine how big these like awesome goals are going to get once they start realising that that tiny snowball that started off as one piece of snow is going to become a massive snowball that's going to take out the other kid's castle that he's built out of An snow. An
2: avalanche.
1: Yeah, hey. Maybe don't cause an avalanche, but, you know. a
2: fucking avalanche, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> no, I fucking love this. Um,
1: it is it is a really fascinating thing, though, to sit there and say, how do I go to the gym when I'm low? Um, and I just want to reiterate that you don't have to be Dave Goggins and just go get hard, but you do have to make it something that you have to do. Um You do have to say to yourself, well, I have to do that because I said to my best mate, John, that I'm going to go with him. And if I don't go with him, I'm a liar. Mm. Or I said to my PT, I'm going to train. If I don't train with him, I'm a liar. Like, are you a liar? No. So go to the gym. Like, give yourself that have to. And if that have to has been a liar, then don't.
2: And set yourself up to not fail. Put your gym bag in your fucking car when you go to work and do not go home if you know that you need to go to the gym after work. You know, fucking book that that class, and make sure you pay for it because if you've paid for it and you've booked it, Lord knows you're probably going to go because the economy right now, mm, but for real.
1: That's that's actually a fantastic point, invest in your health. Mm. I spend so much money a month on my fitness (laughs) and therefore, if I don't get goals, I'm throwing money away.
2: Literally, you're burning it.
1: And I don't throw money away. I'm too Mm. broke for that. So (laughs) you have to invest. I genuinely think if you have $5 spare, buy yourself a – a protein shaker or something. Just go and buy something for the gym.
2: Literally, that
1: makes you go. Well, I've I've bought a t shirt now, so I have to go because otherwise I've just wasted money on a t shirt. Like, invest, 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 invest. Don't go and buy stocks. Buy stuff for the gym, and that's how you're going to get there.
2: And equally, reward yourself. I actually just had a client who sent me a DM. Um, sent the Growth Collective a DM today, and she had hit like four, I think her goal was four weeks of consistency. And if she hit four weeks of consistency, she was going to buy a new Rider Wear. Sports bra. Oh, legends. And she bought it. It's hot pink. It's Ayo, gorgeous. It. She looks stunning. And it's those small things for her. Like it was on sale, whatever. That was that win for her that she needed.
1: That's so good. It's That's fucking so amazing. Good. And, now, and now that girl has got a new piece of gym wear that if she doesn't go to the gym in, she's wasted her money. So how good is that?
2: And equally, she's got a piece of activewear that makes her feel confident Yes. Which creates the snowball effect.
1: Bosh, how good is that?
2: Fucking amazing. Now, Jonty, we are going to close up this episode, which I don't want to close it up. I think we need to do more episodes together.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm available all the time. <laughs> um, you can just book through my manager. <laughs> probably going to be you, but, you know, book for <laughs> yourself and I'll be here.
2: <laughs> but I really want to know, you know... You started off in that position a few a few months ago, where you were really really low. You've gotten to the position where you are now, where you're taking fucking like cold showers. <laughs> <laughs> what is next for Jonti? What what are you what are you working towards?
1: So obviously, sparsing that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, I am hoping to sort my social medias out and become an influence for. Other men, whether or not, you know, I know we hate the F word, but I believe that I was fat and whether or not you're fat and overweight or if you're just skinny and want to look good, I want to be people's inspirations, you know. I think um, if I can do it, anyone else in the world can do it, you know. Yeah. Um, that's my goal is to be an influence, uh, not an influence, but an inspiration because I'm not fake, I'm real and I'm pissing in the F hit, and I'm giving it 100%. So I want influence, that's my goal. Um, and my other big goal is to keep working on myself and make sure that I am undefeatable.
2: I love that a positive influence or inspiration to men specifically and to other women, but I guess for you, men in the mental health and physical health space. Yeah,
1: hundred percent. I would love to build a community of men eventually. Um, we can be a little cult if you want. I um, call. Cool,
2: I literally made a story about this. I was like, I think being a gym girl or I guess like a gym bro, it's a cult.
1: It, it's oh, 100%. <laughs> it's just hundred percent. I tried movie? to
2: whistle. I couldn't whistle.
1: Yeah, I got no idea what the tune it's is.
2: Ooh, 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 and, and you put the three little fingers up. Anyway, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're doing like the Hunger Games cult. you just put the finger up at me. Fuck you, Jonny.
1: Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's hopefully what I'm gonna achieve. Um, have you got anything exciting coming up?
2: Um, no, just like a whole load of shit, you know. <laughs> I actually do. I'm really excited. So basically, I am running in... De- Why are you laughing at me?
1: You've just got me giggling now, man. <laughs> oh, man.
2: In December, I am running a 12 days of consistency challenge.
1: I well, like 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. Hey, yo.
2: So from December 1st till December 12th, it's a free Facebook group that we're doing. We've already got like 30 girls in it. You get a free pr- training program, meal plan ideas. We're going to do a group live call. And basically, it's to make sure you stay consistent in the gym, throughout December.
1: Well, to those gym girls, then all I can say is Mary Swole Miss.
2: (laughs) Mary Swole Miss, bitches. How good is that? If you want to get into that, send me the word December on whatever social platform you can fucking find me and I will add you to that. So that's really exciting. What else is happening? I'm just fucking vibing. Like I was saying to the girls in my last podcast, now that I don't have uni, I'm a businesswoman. It's fucking terrifying. I'm generating, you know, income from my own business, which is scary. But I'm really focused on building the podcast community. I really want to do another event in Manchester, London next year. That's going to be so cool. Yeah, I'm really excited. Why did I choose Manchester? Most of my listenership is more up north in the UK. Um, That's why I've chosen um, Manchester. They only
1: have two small football teams there anyway.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, Man City is going to be dropping down.
1: Yeah, fingers crossed. (laughs) Merry
2: Christmas. (laughs) That would be Merry (laughs) Christmas to John T. But no, I'm going to be working on doing that event maybe even another event somewhere else. I have a lot of American listeners. I really want to get to America and do an event in a few years. I just don't know how to do that. If anyone's in America and they want an event, let me know. But yeah, I guess for me, it is this consistency challenge and just trying to create the best community of gym girls that I can.
1: Can I give you a challenge? Okay. Before, for your next finger. Oh, no, well.
2: for the consistency challenge, you fucking can't. Yeah. I know what this is yeah. going to be. Can I Fuck. give it to
1: all your listeners as well? Um, the School of Hard Knocks, I dare you uh-huh. on the 12th day to have a two-minute cold shower.
2: No, but, okay, I have to do it every day for the twelve days. Build it days. up, build it up, build it
1: up. 10, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, 40 <sighs> seconds, 50 seconds, a minute, a minute 10, a minute 20. And then hopefully by the last day, if you're on two minutes, you've got miss come coming and Santa will bring you presents. <laughs>
2: Okay, fine. For so the girls who are in the Consistency Challenge, you've heard it here. I will be doing 12 days of a cold shower because John T is a fuckwit and has made this live to you girls. So I'm an integral human being. I'm not a fucking liar. I'll do it.
1: I've done it for the last month. Yeah, so that's fine. First, that's right. that, whatever,
2: I don't fucking care. <laughs> 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 so fine, you've heard it here first. Uh, is there anything else you want to finish this podcast with going back to our original um question
1: just keep going keep striving make sure that you're wise because you have to find the people around you that are going to make you do what you need to do and be proud of yourself hype yourself up you deserve it whoever you are in this world you deserve to be proud because at the end of the day if you're not proud of yourself it's not guaranteed that no one else will be Mm. so just make sure you push yourself keep being strong um and it's never the end you can always keep being you and just remember that you're undefeatable
2: yeah And I will pop all of the advice that John T popped in this podcast. I'll write it all down in the description below so that you have a little bit of a reference. I love you. I think you're amazing. I am so proud of you. I'm celebrating you, you fucking amazing human being. And if you haven't done something for yourself today, please go and do it. Bye. Bye
1: -bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.
2: Oh, and if you haven't already, follow both of us on social media. You won't fucking regret it.